Prepare yourself for a sprawling discussion on just about anything, where critical thinking meets pop culture in a collision of mind-bending proportions. Please secure all neurons and prepare for full frontal cortex. It's time for Incoherent Ramblings. Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Incoherent Ramblings. I'm your host, Joey Shamble, and with me is... Satoshi Nakamoto. <laughs> oh, wait. Dorian. Oh, Dorian. Kenji <laughs> <laughs> What? What? Kale Anderson. <laughs> and Daryl George. Suckin' up, he's We only got a minute here, guys. Uh, a sponsor <laughs> is uh, uh, Shepard. Shepard Book. Because we're doing <laughs> Terrence and Philip. Because we're doing morality and ethics for today's episode, episode zero four three. Which, by the way, is the one after forty two, which is life, universe, and everything. The answer. Which we didn't say that last week. It sounds like we have four sponsors because I heard Shepard Book, <laughs> Terrence, and Philip. What's going on here? Yes, Shepard Book. Is our sponsor? <laughs> We've had too much sugar. You can reach us at show at iamrambling.com. Yeah. And, and wow, we actually got time. <laughs> we do. All right, all right, we're gonna start off today's pre-ramble with each of our sections. Mine's changing a little bit, so here we go. Hey, I'm Ross Victor Joey, and today we're going to be doing the new thing for Joey. It's called Prospect of the Future. It's so you can try out at home. Holy well, shit. We make this section two minutes. I want it one minute again. Yeah. That was too long. For that that why. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you about something that's going on today. Did you guys hear about that plane crash? No, that sucks, dude. You know what? I think I'll only use that voice. You hear about the hundreds of people who died? I think I'll only use that voice. I was going to use that voice all the way through, but I think I'll only use it at the beginning because I can't focus when I'm trying to talk. All right. So uh, my, this new section is just going to be about things that are cool that uh, that are happening in the future that you can do heading towards the singularity and such. time is up. <laughs> hey, no, I got a minute, two minutes. Is why I, I wanted it. extra time. I wanted to introduce this. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Uh, as you guys may, uh, this is in the future for you guys, so you know the, there was the uh, crash of the Malaysian plane that nobody could find. There is a website uh, called... Uh, Damn, I should probably remember. Where's that plane dot com? <laughs> well, no. It, Dude, but that was, I'm surprised that URL was available. Damn, yeah, I no, it's right here. Uh, Tom Nod. And what they do is they take satellite images and they put them up for you to look through during natural disasters. So it's really cool. Like right now, you can go on and you can, they give you basically shots of the ocean from satellite pictures and you can go through and see if you can find any of the wreckage and mark it. So hmm. it's actually a really cool, it's just one of those things in the future where this is the first plane crash where they've been able to use it looks that. Like they found something. Well, they found, they have found something. They say it's from Japan, but I, it was a satellite. Some other plane. Crowdsourcing. Uh, <laughs> Crowdsourcing, that's it. Right. All right, Paul. Cool. Word of the week. See, his intro is like five seconds. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, word of the week. All right, today's fun and nasty word of the week is a Roman helmet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, that's obviously the end of a circumcised penis. Well, <laughs> and, then, and then you take it off, and it hurts. Um, that just—that's all I can see now. That's all well, I can see. 
Daryl? Uh, Roman it's helmet. Good. We got to, we um, that would be when you're searching around for the hole. And, yeah, go on. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, that's what you, you're trying to get in, but the way is blocked, so you have to put the helmet on, and you ran through. I'm sorry, go ahead. All right, well, close. He had the penis right. Of course. <laughs> A Roman helmet is, <clears throat> while they are passed out, Gently. Again with the passed out? <laughs> yeah, it's going. Come on. <clears throat> By the way, we Wild. don't officially advocate rape. No. <laughs> Just want to I don't think we advocated it at all. Yeah. I don't think we have to say that. <laughs> it's but he talks about passed out people being taken. Yeah, so oh, no. While right. they are passed out, gently and inconspicuously place your fleshy bag on their forehead while carefully laying down your dude meat down the bridge of their nose in, <laughs> in parallel fashion, thus making a Roman helmet. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's like the ultimate version of teabagging. Oh, my God, the Roman helmet. I better never wake up with one of those, I'll tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys will be dead. Oh, my God. Roman helmet. Oh, oh my God. I just thought it was more like Roman hands mm-hmm. where it's, like, moving around. You never know. You never yeah. know. That, that is not... Two minutes, huh? That is not... You continue two minutes, two minutes huh? That, that is not... That, that is not sparkling. All right. That is not sparkling. Hey. We're for the week. <laughs> yeah, it smells like science. <laughs> All right. This is smells like science, and what we're smelling is spider silk. <laughs> and, uh... Actually... Wow. You know, it's not that new that we've been seeking to make spider silk. There's lots, yeah, like been, five different ways yeah. to do mm-hmm. it. But the newest way, which is now actually producing <laughs> enough spider silk uh, protein, is called... They're grafting it onto E. coli bacteria. Which people eat, and then they produce it from their ass. God damn, you're so close. <laughs> that was on spider babe. <laughs> no. no. no anyway, close. and it's pr- they've been able to produce a half a ton of spider silk protein by doing oh, that. Wow. And they say they can easily make it a ton because this E. coli replicates very quickly. So oh, they're cool. now with their ability to do that, they're now going to be able to uh, produce it for mass uh, Production. Use. Production. Thank you. Mass production. Could, could Without you, um, produce. If you could produce your own spider silk, could you like weave a Roman helmet for someone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it would be bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, but uh, I think that's really cool because they were trying to buy, they were making trads. Transgenic goats, where they were. Oh boy! What? Goats? We dodged a bullet on that one. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> like real? Bad. They were making goats. <laughs> they actually had grafted the spider silk protein gene into goats, so they produced it in their milk, and so then they had to strain the spider silk protein out of the milk. But that was a quite. I remember a it taking pro- forever. Yeah. Yeah. And by it, the way, yeah. it made the cheese really stringy. It was bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <String> cheese. <laughs> Thank God that's over. Okay. Uh, Two minutes is too long, might I interject? But right now it's time for. Yeah. Tech talk. Tech talk. Tech talk. Tech talk. It's retard. It's retard hours. Gotta talk tech. Yeah. Okay, so. Facebook bought Instagram. What? This happened a few weeks What? Instagram? What? Wait, I started with the wrong lead. I'm sorry. They bought. What are you, they, bought Yahoo? What's, they bought WhatsApp. 
Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but they did buy Instagram a long time ago. Nah, yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, no, but uh, WhatsApp was a more recent acquisition. What? Yeah. Know, what's what's what's, what? WhatsApp is what? a popular uh, SMS alternative. So What's that? WhatsApp, dude. It's like it's like a show from the 80s. Like right after Kids Incorporated was what's up? But anyway, um, they spent such a large amount for it. Um, they're they're basically paying nineteen billion dollars to buy WhatsApp. And the fact that like some people here don't even haven't even heard of that app, it's like what WhatsApp? Um, so why would they do that? Well, my the best users. theory I've heard proposed for why they would do this is they probably want the users because there are a lot of users that use WhatsApp every day. Particularly in growing um, economies where, like, the internet is on mobile and spreading fast. So WhatsApp is mobile only. It's a replacement for SMS. And SMS um, text messaging is billions of dollars, like, you know, $120 billion industry every year. And this is something people can use instead of paying, like, it's a dollar a year for service through WhatsApp. And you can send unlimited text, whereas if you're paying a mobile provider for that, you'd be spending on a monthly Doesn't basis. Facebook have messaging already, though? Yes, they do. But they don't have the popularity of WhatsApp in these emerging markets. Facebook isn't so, as popular or something we've never heard of? What? This is, so this is kind of like um, what's sense. happening. Like we were saying how um, like with the decentralization of Bitcoin, the next billion Oh, people. gee, too bad it was right. too long. I know. You're, huh? buying, a, you're yeah. buying your competition. Two minutes was too long for that one. Whew. All right. So anyway, <laughs> forward morality and ethics. Paul's choice. God, it was too long be- because uh, everyone interrupted me. That's part of it. Go around. Like, where have you been the last year? <laughs> All right. So ethics and morality. You want to give any quick introduction on why you chose us or what we're going to talk uh, about? I chose it because we have a list of future ideas. I didn't know what to do, so I picked it. All right, that works. <laughs> and uh, what 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 are we going to be talking about today? Uh, ethics and morality. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, and <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of the aspects of ethics and, and morality, uh, we'll, we'll define And we'll talk it, about a- psychology uh, ethics of it. and morality as well. Yes. Uh, we'll talk about how it's used in business. How things uh, are ethical. How things are ethical, what it means to be ethical. How there's morality. Morals, how there's morality, the importance of morals. I'm sensing Don't scroll, scroll so fast. Here. The brain and morals. <laughs> All right, we're going to start off with the first one. <laughs> this is your brain. This is your brain on morals. Any questions? This is your brain. Brain on morals, and it's a frying pan. Okay, uh, what is ethics? What is morality? Are they basically the same? And what does it mean to you? Oh, what do you think, Paul? What, what's ethics, morality? How are they the same? Well, to me, ethics is the sandwich maker, <laughs> <laughs> the giver, the, the taker. giver, the, the sandwich maker. <laughs> ethics is is the decision making of, of right, right and wrong. Um, I and morality is kind of morality is kind of the, the right the wrong. Thing, but I see morality as as it's like, to me it's the same, really the same thing. But morals is like maybe like a like moral codes, like the philosophy that you follow. <laughs> How about, how about if we determine it as something like this, like uh, following a set of ethics is um, like what you do in a particular situation. Like you have an ethical call to do something over a particular circumstance. However, morals would be like your stance on overall ethics. Like it's the umbrella situation that says, okay, I have a moral code that means I'm going to choose to do what's ethically right in each situation that I'm called to do something. So basically what it comes down to is both moral and ethics have to do with your opinion of what is right. Or there could be, um, you know, an objective, uh, you know, 
like what what's objectively right in certain yeah, situations. So, some some situations, like the, the objective ones, is not what you think is right, but what what you're told is right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, see, and that's why we get, we get into religion, where morality and ethics are play a big role. But then a lot of religious religion is not moral or ethical, so. That's why I was saying opinion. But no, I, I agree with you that there is areas where uh, you have morality, which is, and ethics is, can be defined by a group of people. But I don't know if there's any, like, this is moral, this is ethical. But I guess a lot of people could agree on what is. Well, a lot of times, too, there are gray areas because um, I think religion tends to paint things <laughs> in a lot of black and white things ah, pretty often. That's a good point. Or we want to interpret it that way because we want it to be really clean cut, like, um, thou shalt not kill, right? However, what happens when there's a war zone? And then what happens if you know that killing one person will save hundreds of others? Well, so you have these the problem gray with that, areas it's a where mistranslation. That's not always... It's not kill, it's murder. Right. Even though it says kill, that's a mistranslation. It actually means murder. Death murder, death, kill. <laughs> murder. Like, yeah. Okay, to so, premeditate and so, yeah, kill So, Kale, what do you think about ethics? Morality, what? what's your review? I like it. Okay. <laughs> moving on. No, I think... <laughs> Wait, moving on the, hasn't rung yet. <laughs> How can we move on? I'm the host, damn the train it. with the, the bell. We cannot go to the next check mark. No, I, I it has think more, it, uh, deeper information. Let it talk! <laughs> I, I actually uh, think that... Uh, Ow, my back. That you can have objective <laughs> morals... And ethics. Okay. Uh, but I know that religious people, they define their ethics and their morals by what God, what they suppose God says. Yeah, usually the God is the morality. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is so they, when you're godless, that doesn't mean that you get rid of morality and ethics. It means that you want to follow a code that's more evidence-based and and. You know, not just because someone authority handed it down upon high and said right. it's wrong to do this. Well, this you know, instead of taking it from some authority, fictional or otherwise, why don't we figure out what's actually right and wrong and yeah. analyze it? Well, that's like humanists. A lot of them go by the code "good without God," you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> which is totally possible. Woo! Let's talk yeah. about the moral codes, like the Golden Rule or the Ten Commandments. Uh, and actually, you know, something I said or I, earlier, I said it's very subjective, and we'll get into that coming up in the next section, objective versus subjective. But um, the golden rule, the Ten Commandments, we always, no matter what religion you're in, there's always the good part of the religion, and it's usually the same, which is you're not causing harm to another person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's kind of the basis of morality, but, I mean, let's see. Ten Commandments, what do we got? Don't kill, don't cheat, don't... Uh, where and say, God Don't damn it. Rape. Maybe we should have known these beforehand. Still. Well, the golden <laughs> rule. Okay, the golden rule is, is uh, do unto others as you will do on do yourself. <laughs> right? And then there's the golden shower rule. Which is piss on everyone. Let me check Urban Dictionary again for that golden Wait, rule. Don't piss on someone unless you expect it in time. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's a code... To, uh, to people who are into that, to, to <laughs> yes, the golden. It, it's a, it's a code to follow a good life. You're doing good, into other. Yeah. It's, it's to, so you you. It's teaching your kids not to be a jerk, you know, and you know, it's to take the high ground, 
You know, so not to well, not to be a, a dick. Well, like a and, lot of th- okay, go on. I was just going to say that uh, <laughs> you know I know the the New Testament they say that Jesus kind of uh, took those ten commandments and brought them down to love the God with your heart, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself, and that kind of covers all the whole thing. And what's funny is the. Go ahead, Daryl. <laughs> it's an you attempt know, to I, I, <laughs> add my morals. Add, 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 oh, ah, pass on to you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You're welcome. So I think yeah! is an he doesn't have ethics. To um, try to make an objective for you because um, it's kind of like a rule of thumb, like a heuristic to figure out. Like in most cases, how do you figure out what the right and ethical thing is to do? Well, take yourself out of the situation and think about what you would appreciate someone else doing for you. Like, if you have to make a decision regarding someone's safety, for example, and you're thinking about it from the perspective of, well, it's a pain in the ass to make sure they're safe or whatever, you can step outside yourself and apply the golden rule and say, okay, now if I were that person, would I really appreciate it if someone took their time to make me safe? You know. Strangely, though, that doesn't work with golden showers. <laughs> no, but I'm serious here. Because if you like golden showers, you'll be right. like, oh, would I like it if somebody peed on me? I would, so I'm going to go pee on that person. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of works, but it kind of doesn't work. That's why it's a heuristic. It yeah. doesn't that always might work, work in court. Well, there's also the five, uh, five precepts, which... Uh, I don't think they allow golden showers. And I undertake... <laughs> farting when I am in a podcast. No way. I guess I guess that well, is part of the golden rule is, is you kind of assume everyone else thinks the way you do, and that's the part that you're saying is a weakness. Yeah, it. but it's. I mean, there is kind of, and that's what we're going to get to on subjective and objective next. Well, let's, let's hit the five precepts. The right precepts is uh, well, it's basically the Ten Commandments, but five of them. <laughs> yeah, they're, but, the, they're the good ones for, not for like, Buddhism. That's a god. This is the Buddhism. Right. So it's. Um, I don't remember trying to think I'm talking about. Don't head. kill. It's like sex, kill. Don't kill. Lie, don't take. Adultery. Don't steal. Don't kill. Oh, Envy. Don't be sexually misconductory. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Don't lie and do not have fermented drinks. Yeah, no and drinking. Headiness. <laughs> yeah. So no boozing. Drunk. No boozing or boozing or losing or boozing or cruising. So, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's you a know, all those are pretty drinking. good except for the drinking <laughs> one. What? Thou shalt not drive us around aimlessly. Yeah, the and drinking is like, chicks. it's like we're Mormons or something. It, it you know? does <laughs> always come, and that's what, it always, it seems like there's all good, no killing and no lying, and then, uh, let's move I on. I have something to say about that, but that's all right. Well, we're moving on to subje- up. This actually fits with this. Okay. Subjective and objective. Okay. Uh, ideas of morality. Now, this is a good example. In the five precepts, it says, you know, I think we can pretty much say objectively killing, that's that's objective. And then you get into don't lie, that's pretty much objective too. I mean, these are two things you don't want to do. Uh, what are the, uh, sexual misconduct? But are they absolutes, well, though? No, and that's so the, that's the time, thing is there are, there are no absolutes. Killing can be justified. That's right? the problem that that uh, religious people always fall into is that they're thinking the, that there are absolutes. Well, as much as I like to you know say like religion isn't all it's cracked up to be, I, I wouldn't want to paint with that white of a brush. You know, like saying I do. all of them are oh every on freaking one of them. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a big brush. But yeah. then you got, but, but still, on an objective basis, and it's we're not talking about absolutes. We're saying that we're we're saying that it's killing is pretty much usually Speaking a bad of thing. Absolute, you're not supposed to yeah, drink it when an objective. The vodka. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> Moving on. So, um, <laughs> like, like, like Daryl mentioned about a war zone, thou shalt not kill. Right. Well, I know it's super murder, but yeah, if you yeah. just take it as just killing, murder. if you're a soldier and you're in a war and you kill somebody, murder. it's subjective. Because you but isn't that murder? You th- but you think you're kill. doing the right thing is because that you're defending you, your country. It's still murder if you kill somebody it's in pretty, a war zone. It's, it's like killing, killing, shaking his head. Oh, yeah. Because if, uh, no. if you're going, okay, <laughs> you're going in to kill a terrorist, right? Okay, yeah, what about the guys who took that's, Osama bin Laden? It's okay because you're killing a bad guy, isn't it? No, because we're premeditated. We, you we planned the whole already, mission. We already had authorization to kill him. So if it's authorized by your by mob your country, boss, it's not, no, it's not by murder. your country. But then, who gives the objective authority to a country to say that they're better than an organized crime organization? I mean, they're I both organizations made of humans, right? Now, one's considered criminal by the other. So which one's actually objective? So what if right? the, the one that's in power? So the one that's in power. So okay. so if, so the ones in power could put a hit on you, and you would say it's not murder. No, it would not be. I I wouldn't okay. like it, but it would not be murder. Wow, I I find that to be totally against. It's just semantics. Ob- objective. It's a uh, bad thing. Morals. It's a bad thing, but it would not be murder. It would not by law because the right. the organization defines. See, we the decide law. as a society so, what our rules are, right. and if we let the the commander in chief authorize the killing of someone, it right. is killing, but it is not murder. Well, okay. Subjectively, I think you're on the right track. That, like, yeah, you can't call it murder because then the legal system would be all screwed up, and all like a lot of our military would be on trial right now. That's what I'm saying. But uh, we're talking about objectively, like these some of these concepts about premeditation and how murder is defined in today's legal system in the United States doesn't necessarily call to what was being talked about in the Ten Commandments. So I'm saying this idea between killing and murder. Um, the like the concept of premeditated murder might not have been all that well defined. So I, were the I think Nazis you, okay killing the Jews? I would say Whoa. no. Yeah, I brought that in. I brought it in. <laughs> um, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Wow. <laughs> no, the thing is, is that Chandler authorized it. It was, was, it. It. It you was not murder. Seen Joey's eyes bug out. Right after Paul said that. That was um, that was kind of cool. I don't. I don't. I do not agree with the Holocaust. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you don't. <laughs> Just to be on the record. Okay, uh, so this was a perfect example of how ethics and morality can be very subjective. Well, see, the thing sure. is, is that we murder want to would be un- unauthorized I'm killing. I'm going to use my extent on this. All right. Okay, okay so... Thou shalt not lie. <laughs> the idea... This is a perfect example of how... All of morality is really subjective. I mean, we can say it's subjective because we all are human and have the same basic idea about it, for the most part, unless we're really crazy in the head, for the most part. But there's so many different levels of it. Right. It's objective to the person, but not to the whole, like the whole society. Well, so that you may have a person who's like so religious that the Ten Commandments is, is the law. So to them, that's objective. We'll see. To that person. But but, but, it may, but it's not objective to all. But, but that's what I'm saying. Objective, the whole idea of objective means it's the same to everybody in some respect. And so the idea that morality, the idea, and that's what I'm saying, the idea of thou shalt not kill, mm-hmm. most people are good with that. But yeah. then it comes to murder, not murder, uh, on the war, that's the subjective part. 
So I think we can say as a whole, there is this basic golden rule, uh, Ten Commandments. It's all they all come down to the same ideals uh, that we that we agree with. That don't be mean, don't steal, do unto others. You know, all that stuff is the objective part. Yeah. But when you get to the minutia of it, we're looking at subjective. Well, so and that's why you always have to have gen. I think you have to approach it as a generality. And that's the, even though I'm arguing with Kale about like what I think the objective is, um, that's more of an academic pursuit. And you know we're here to do that. Well, that's as what well I'm saying. We, but the subjective is yeah. what really matters to everybody in their day to day lives. So yeah, uh, you know, generally killing unless on a battlefield is what most m- Americans, at least, would say is, is the right way to approach. Thou shalt not kill. I yeah. think, and I think mm-hmm. you, you, <laughs> All right, the brain and moral. So. What happens uh, if your brain, you have some sort of uh, tumor and you are not moral? Was that it? Do you have and to have over. a tumor? No. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because are you responsible? Are well, yeah. That's kind of that's part like of it. What if it's just up to your brain? Oh, like if, or like if the shooter uh, on the Texas Tower, like a blind rage. Oh, I'm talking about the Texas Tower. The, yeah. the idea that uh, do we have is is our morality based on our brain structure? Well, uh, the the video which we can post in the well, show notes will. was pretty cool because it would take um, cat scans of of people. What? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's all I was saying. So they give them questions <laughs> and situations while they were getting a cat scan, and it was um, they give them situations of like somebody uh, putting powder in someone's drink, and the first one is you don't know what they're putting in, or the person doesn't know what they're putting in, and the other one is they shows them putting in uh, the powder but they now they know what they're putting in and one thing one time you think it's sugar and the other time it's poison but both points they die all right so the ones that um, they knew that they were going to be murdered and stuff had a certain is like right above your right ear I forget what it was area called had a certain pattern yeah and then the ones that you didn't think that they didn't know so it was like kind of okay different sort of ethics to it it had a different pattern to it different shape so it actually had when you, when a person knew that um, morally this is wrong, it had one pattern. When they thought it was okay, it had a different pattern. So there was actually a different different brain pattern in your, in your brain uh, when it comes to the ethics and the morals. So we know the brain is actually, but not based it's on... Physically doing something. But wait, it's not based on what is good or bad, it's what you think. Think yeah, what you think it actually it's a different a different brain right like, and it goes back to the look. subjective things and all that so that's it's the right temporal parietal junction bingo yeah there we go so um I I think that experiment was interesting and I liked uh, how they framed it when they were describing that uh, action of someone putting white powder into their coffee because they said it's hard to pass a moral judgment on it unless you know what the white substance is that they're using and whose coffee it is right. Like if they're just putting sugar into their own coffee, there's no moral judgment to be made. But once you find out it's poison in someone else's coffee, then that's a judgment. <laughs> Yet poison in your own coffee would be another judgment, like you're judging them for wanting to commit suicide, right? Uh, or if they don't know it's poison and they put it in their own coffee, then you have a moral judgment about whoever switched the poison with the sugar, mm-hmm. right? Or is it a person an idiot because they grabbed the rat poison instead of the sugar? Then you would be passing judgment. No, on that was on um, that Dolly Parton movie. <laughs> oh, that's right, nine to five. <laughs> nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> that's working. Nine to five. Well, I like where you're going with like with the with the tumors. Because <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> there you go, have a tumor. Yeah, there we go. 
Um, because, like, you look at uh, cases where people are let off or or uh, a less than sentence based off of, you know, being psycho, being crazy. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, you're showing morality as part of the brain. So uh, what if you have a deficiency of the brain, which doesn't allow you to be as moral? And then you wouldn't be able to judge right from wrong. Right. And the, another thing that they mentioned in that study is that they said that uh, the difference in the two patterns between when you're judging right or wrong, um, that difference narrows in some people. And those people would tend to... Um, not judge people as harshly or they would just judge everyone harshly like whether or not something's an accident like someone accidentally kills someone versus someone intentionally kills someone they would bring the punishment closer together when that region of the brain responds more similarly to each action moral mm -hmm. psychology so uh paul what do you think about moral psychology i remember what that was <laughs> I wish uh, I well, let me start out. There was, oh. I could like springboard while you're collecting that. Um, just to say that um, need more than four minutes. part of the psychology four is that um, where does this start from? You know, is that because we have these different patterns in our brain, is that something that we're born with and we're born to judge people's actions? Or is it something that we learn from society as we yep. get older? As with everything, it's always a combination. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's in false dichotomy I presented there. Yeah. Pretty it much, is, it is a continuum. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. It is is to me. It's it is learned. It's from your parents. It's from your culture. It's from your surroundings and from your biology and, and what you believe in. You know, uh, like the, I think one of the examples you had in there is, um, uh, you know, you could believe. You can look up anything on the internet. You can have any sort of beliefs, uh, any conspiracy theory that you can think of. Somebody else thinks the same thing. You Google yeah. it on, you put it, put it in Google, and you're going to find articles all about what, even if it's the wackiest thing, someone else is going to believe it as well. So in the, it's it's funny how you have different. You're not, you may not be in the same culture, um, but you do have the same you know psychology makeup with them. Well, and what's interesting about that, Kale and I are reading a very good book right now by Michio Kaku called "The Future of the Brain" or "The Mind," right? Mind. Yeah, and uh, one of the parts he talks about is the difference between consciousness of an animal, like a mammal, and and a human, mm. human mammal. And part of what he discusses is the idea that we have the ability to empathize with other um, people. And that's kind of where our morality really comes from. It's part of our prefrontal cortex, because not only can we picture other people as separate entities from us, but we can also, um, in our heads, visualize from their point of view. We can create a model of the right. world as if we were them, and then put ourselves in that position. And because of that, we have the ability to empathize, and therefore we have... That's kind of where morality that's comes where from. where the golden rule yeah. comes from. Yeah, too. yeah. and, and if you don't outside. have the ability to empathize, you can't. Yeah. Right. Our, our ethics and morals, it also depends... That's why you'd be a psychopath. It depends on your relationship with the people. Mm -hmm. Like, I've I've been on the freeway or down the street, and someone, a car gets hit, and I mean, it's not a total major accident stuff. I just keep going. But if it, if it was you and you guys, I'd stop, no matter sure, what the fender sure. bender was or anything. So, you know, the closer you are with somebody, right. the more the more your ethics and morals really come in play with, sure. with your decisions with them. And I think that this really does come from the way that we've evolved. Um, and that society 
reinforces morality due to the fact that we have morality already in us. I kind of think that if this were a chicken and egg situation, that really the brain structure uh, to emulate morality came first. Because as people and as social animals, we grant agency to things, whether or not they're alive. We can grant agency to anything that moves. And that's part of a survival instinct. And having judgment factors in there is also part of what? Are you talking about the gecko leaf? No, I was uh, thinking about a penis, how it could move, therefore you grant agency to it. But no, but go ahead. You ask. That's, that's alive. It doesn't think for it. Oh, wait, it does think for itself. I like, knew it! No. It has morals. So, um... <laughs> So the thing is, uh, it's it part of our needs. social structure in that we... Has no morals, only I needs. think it's part of a protection mechanism Analyst. that we want to <laughs> try to anticipate what other agents around us are going to do. And that makes allows us to make judgments about them. Like, if you're acting kind toward me, I can be friendly in return. But if you're acting hostile toward me, I'm going to judge you and think that you're... So this one, uh, this one's pretty good. This is uh, media effect. How does media affect ethics and morals? Because uh, them. oh, here we go, slamming the media again. <laughs> the media. Well, I, no, me, no, media could Hello. be anything. No, no, no. I, that's how. Be, that's how news, I saw it. it. Could be. No, no. I'm talking about like everything. TV, Social music, media, yeah. TV, music, yeah. and I, that's why I think because where my brain went on this was the freaking FCC trying to say, oh, that's not moral just because you said a bad word on TV mm-hmm. when that has nothing to really do with morality. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, media it has is two different things. One, it's like the media is trying to protect people from bad words, from nudity oh. and stuff, you know. And that's the grandma in the Midwest that you know will have children. a heart attack. Oh, I saw the nipple. No, see something. Yeah. No, wait. I mean, but uh, then on the other hand, uh, Janet Jackson. The media, not not the media, just the news, but the media media out there, you know, changes our morals. Look at watching um, reality shows. And how you watch uh, like sixteen and pregnant, and how they have some struggle, but then they do okay. It's part of the story. You know, so it's 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 making making some maybe ethical decisions okay. So you have young people watching this and learning from that, and getting ethical and moral values from those people, not from their parents, but from the sixteen and pregnant, from Honey Boo Boo, from commercials showing everyone in tight bikinis, and and you have but to then- have washboard abs and. You know, but extends. Do those but go then together, get, the bikinis yeah. and the washboard abs? But then you get the same problem with re, with reality TV, where it's causing an opposite effect. Because a lot of what reality TV is, you like watching it because you like saying, "Oh, look at that person do that!" And, oh, I can't that believe they're wreck. doing that. And look at that because it makes you feel better because you're judging. That's why I go to being, Walmart. It's like, well, yeah, because it makes you, you feel like down your, your life look isn't at so bad, right? Exactly. <laughs> but that's almost an unmoral thing because you it's it's negative judging and to make your to make yourself feel better. Right. It's like, oh, look at Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> Makes me laugh. Well, those, isn't that like one of the best remedies? Is like if you think you've got it bad, just find someone who has it worse. Well, that's just it. It's a false remedy. Like, if you though. think it's you're not, stupid, watch some reality programming and find out yeah. how stupid. Really well, yeah, can but be. that's the thing mm-hmm. is, it's not. It's it's because I have to teach this to kids all the time. It's like you're making someone else feel bad, or you see someone else feel bad. It's not actually going to make you better on right. the long term. You've got to. So in some ways, it's not. Maybe maybe it's the wrong direction. Maybe it's not immoral. But it's not exactly the best thing for society. Yet, we eat it up because we love to judge. Especially in America. We're very judgmental people. So... Yeah. Shift don't judge. But that's what... But, but it's kind of a, you know, 
being judgmental, I think, is kind of human nature, too. So maybe yeah. we give into it more. I think America than, does give into it a lot more, actually. Yeah, but yeah. but back to what I said before, I don't think it should be censored or stopped or anything like that. I mean, I think media and information it should be open and free, and the people have to learn to decide what to watch and what not to watch. You don't type in bizarre sex acts into Google. You just don't. <laughs> With a fork. Then no. But I think there has to be some... <laughs> as a society, we've decided what our ethics are like for America and I, I, I don't think that everything should just be free reign on television and stuff because I, I think for the children <laughs> we do have to protect them from seeing certain things I know it's our job um, to no, stop you're them, right. but to have it just yeah. free out there it, it's mm-hmm. they're taking the decision from us to to uh, to block them from it. I'm not going to give you a, but a bad time about. Either way, they'll find it anyways. I think that there are certain forums where things ought to be. Cleaned that's up I think there. that's a better way to look at it. You need certain things in certain. It's kind of like Netflix You're Kids. Expect- you know, like if they yeah, start putting yeah. the Sopranos on Netflix Kids, <laughs> that would be very out of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have expectations that that. for that. Exactly for that. Uh, like have a place for them, but then don't censor everybody you, across the board. Yeah. Are you okay. standing? I, nope. No, no, no. Okay, then let's talk about some ethical theories, Paul. Well, there are various eco- <laughs> ethical theories and, and morals. Uh, one of them is virtue. Virtue is... Um, hey, click the button there, the dummies thing. I, it's frozen. <laughs> 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 You're not virtuous. So the virtue Bad. thing is like something to do with like doing ethical things because of courage and virtuous. Would you appreciate uh, it if I employed some editing to the segment? No, because no. I okay. think it's awesome. Okay, okay, it's it's sorry, it's living out the life and, and acting rightly. You know, you're, you're de- demonstrating acts of virtue like uh, compassion, wisdom, courage. Um, so this is almost uh, good good things. So what people. we're doing is we're kind of breaking down the idea of ethics yeah. and morality because there's also uh, utilitarianism. Utilitarianism. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, and the utilitarianism is like is really in like business ethics. Where um, an oxymoron? Yes, you're trying to you're trying to bring the Political most amount ethics. of happiness, <laughs> but minimizing the amount of suffering. No such thing. And in like business ethics, which I don't know if we're going to get into cultures. No, in business ethics, one example would be like um, like Apple. How they've changed? They're trying to get more of their products built here, but. Uh, you want these high end products? They don't seem to be trying very hard. Not trying. Or let's say let's say Walmart. Let's say Walmart. You want you go to Walmart. You get cheap clothes. You get good prices and all that. But on the back end, those are being made in third world countries in horrible conditions, and it's like really Sometimes bad. But Walmart has to make the decision of all these people in America want their cheap clothes, and if we make it here, it'll be way too much money. They won't buy it. It won't make them happy. You want to buy cheap clothes and still have money to buy comic books or something. So they'll. They'll take the chance on making the sweatshops and taking the flack for that because it makes their customers happy. Right. And in some ways, you know, I think everyone votes with their dollars. So it's a lot like the argument I would make about the media being all about reality TV and being kind of dumbed down. But it's in a way what we made it. You know, like if certain shows get big ratings, that means people are watching. It might not be you specifically or me specifically, but someone's watching. And therefore, that kind of stuff's going to get made. So if. Somebody offers the really inexpensive uh, stuff manufactured in China, then peop- someone's going to buy it because it's less money. You know, and I think this brings up another interesting concept, which is ethics 
seems to have the like magnetism or gravity seems to get less at a lesser at a distance. Like, yeah. yeah. If if my next door neighbor was making me clothes and like it was a sweatshop, I'd be like, whoa, that's not cool. Exactly. Or if it was my my nephew or something. But yeah. if it's some kid in China and I kind of don't really know about it because it's through Walmart and all that, that's all right. I'll get some clothes. Well, one Walmart. thing that can be said about that whole thing too is that like, yeah, even though. Uh, workers in these countries are getting paid so little, at least they have a job. And that's not saying a lot. And that's not justifying what they're doing because they are taking advantage of these people. Oh, yeah. When those guys mined all my gold in Lord of the Rings Online, I appreciated that. (laughs) You know, when Joey was talking about that, you know, the distance, that's very true because they... I. I read an article recently that proved, basically, that every single one of us has been a beneficiary of slavery sure, nowadays sure. here today with rare earth elements which are being yeah. mined in the Congo which yeah. are being mi- mined in Tanzania Blood all these places exactly those things and we are all a beneficiary right, right. of slavery uh, I'm going to extend this because I wanted to bring up one thing that so you're pro slavery no, I'm not. <laughs> well, you wanted to- all right, I've just, always been against just slavery. so you know, incoherent ramblings. Does not condone slavery, even when it smells. <laughs> but we are pro-Nazi, according to. No! 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 I misunderstood what you said earlier. I thought you said something about yeah. You know, oh no! Man. No! It was, that was. <laughs> but you know that, that is uh, getting back to what Kale was talking about. Anyway, I remember there's a lot. Okay, I, I take it all back. We're fine. We're all good. <laughs> there's there's the acronym NIM, not in my backyard. Yeah. It's hey, like we need yeah. more jails. We hey, who used prisoners. their extends? But people want more jails. They got to put these people away, but they don't want in their backyard. I thought that meant you didn't want anal sex. That is another one. <laughs> so part of why I extended this is I said that there can be a tipping point. And, and I remember last time I was selecting a phone. I was already pretty fond of the Moto X. But every time I looked at another phone and I was starting to think like, well, this other one has a higher res screen. It's got a little bit more of this, a little more of that. The thing I kept coming back to is I was thinking to myself, the Moto X made in America, mm-hmm. and they made a point of that. They said, we're going to manufacture these damn things in Texas. And I'm like, cool, support the With Mexican immigrants. Phone. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be true. But, still, that was... but that, oh but that was a tipping point for me. So yeah. I think that kind of thing does make a difference sometimes. Yeah, no, it's true. Now, if it had been it's a crappy you feel phone good. that wasn't competitive with anyone else, I wouldn't have bought it just because it was made in America. Yeah. But because I had this debate, I was like, okay, Korean-made phone or American-made phone? I went with the American one. Well, yeah. and, and a lot of um, a lot of times they're trying to make you feel good doing right. that. Like we have the uh, uh, buy local holiday or whatever after yeah. Black Thursday. Mm-hmm. Right. Black right. Friday. But, uh, you know, and it's like, you buy local, buy local. It's like, yes. But it's like two times the price of things. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Yeah. I can't afford that. So, so buy unlocal. Uh, <laughs> so what is the importance of ethics and morality? I mean, why even have them? What's the point? Well, I think without ethics and morals, we'll have just total anarchy. Yeah, but that'd nobody be fun. Would, nobody would care. Like in business, Are nobody you high? would. We, we, we may have sweatshops, and <laughs> if we didn't have morals and ethics, we still have children. Working in uh, factories. in factories now, we'd have, right. of course, like without, I said, without, it's fun. Well, part of it is like if you know if there weren't morals and ethics, our lives would be a lot different. Um, you right. can say that a lot of people do skirt around morals and ethics, 
but they aren't able to like club us to death in the middle of the street for the most part. Unless maybe we're protesting, then they have a quote right to do that. Like lightsabers but, in the. But they Ukraine. usually won't club you to death. They'll just like break a few bones and send you to prison for a little while. But I digress. The truth is, if you think about people who do not have a good grasp on moral and ethics, then you're usually thinking about criminals or at least people you don't want to be around. Or politicians. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on a lesser extent, have but to yes. Jump in there. But, Bankers. But the fact is, Nazis. It, <laughs> the fact is, people is that, who support Nazis. Looking at not you, us. Paul. Oh, not you. I support okay, Nazis. <laughs> Man, you're you're listening to a different podcast, Daryl. You know, okay, I'll stop. I may be part German, I'll but stop. I'm not that German. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what the hell was I saying? I have no freaking no criminals. Oh, I was saying that if there were no ethics and morality, then it would be like having all these criminals and politicians all around all the time. That would suck. Well, like doctors with a hippopotamus oath. I mean, with the- <laughs> <laughs> hungry, hungry hippo. I was thinking that. It's the hungry, hungry hippo. Oh, Hippocampus. Hippocratic. <laughs> that's it. Hungry, hungry Hippocratic. Oath. They're I working the ER. I didn't mean it. They're working the ER. Just oh, that's chilling. Hippocratic. Guy comes okay. in, got his arm chopped off. It's sitting there. He's bleeding to death. And he's like, doctor could be like, mm, I want a break. <laughs> right. I'll be, I'll be with you in fifteen. Let me, let me finish my smoke or something. Well, my uncle uh, lost his legs uh, when he was a kid in the early 1900s in a train accident. Actually, only lost his toes. But uh, the doctor kept amputating higher and higher up because every time he amputated, he got more money from the insurance company, the train insurance company. That really? Awful. That is really what me. happened. And so it, yeah. it was finally... How old was he? He was like 10. Nice. Oh my or God. probably less, actually. And so uh, it finally got to the knees and the dad said... And the, the doctor's like, I got you more. He's going to die. And the dad's like, and then he'll die. Okay, he, well, he I don't in any way condone what that doctor did. And I've heard this story a long time ago. That's why I'm not going through the shock factor you guys are. But seriously, that story shocked me when you first told me about it. And he's, you know, he was telling me this as an old man. He had gone his whole life with no legs, Mm -hmm. like not even down to the knees or anything. Like he, he had um, thigh stumps, you know, and like false legs. So don't get me wrong. This is not endorsed in any way. However, I want to paint the idea that even though something like that is terrible, it might not be as black and white as it sounds. True. Because when was this done? During the Depression, right? Uh, no, before the Depression. Before the Depression. It must have been because well, he was born. Yeah, but, you know, you can create a backstory that might throw a touch of gray into the situation. Like, True. what if this guy, this doctor, had starving children at home and had no way to fend for them? Yeah. And that was his way of feeding his family. Horrible as it is. Well, that's he's choosing someone unethical. closer to him. Unethical, for sure. But it does paint the idea that this isn't exactly binary. It's not pure evil versus pure good. Do you want to extend? I can't. Can't? Do you want more? Anyone want to extend? Not me. So I kind no. of think this section might need it after All right. that. Extended. Continue. All right. Yeah, and I think that, and I think that actually brings up a really good point, though, is that you may do things that, from your point of view are not immoral or you think are not very immoral but from another point of view to another person might be very exactly very yeah. immoral. it's like the man stealing groceries yeah you know ethically you're it's wrong you're stealing from the grocery store but you're stealing milk and bread and eggs and cheese to feed your kids at home yeah it may 
there's some different ethics there that no, I don't. I don't think it is different ethics. I think what it is is that people will give up their ethics when it comes to them and theirs. Exactly. Yeah, the kinship will, factor. No, but but it, my, my ethics because first it ex- you have yourself and then it extends to your family and then your close friends and yeah. you you know and from there out and it's they've shown through studies that you know there's different levels of unethicacy mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know that you will go to the closer in it is oh, to yeah. you but but if you can empathize with them if you feel for them you may have different ethics even for a total stranger and that's why you, people who i think make choices to be unethical and Immoral. Try not to do that. They do not em- try to emphasize. They keep that uh, as separate from them yeah. as possible. I think I'm just saying that's big. Not, they don't think they're being ethical. They're just being selfish for them. Their no. I mean themselves. Like, I mean, like it's when you're when you're looking at the people outside, not the person stealing it, but you yourself. Yeah. Even if you're not close, that you to, would, even you would close not them, look as bad on them for that. Yes. Well, of course. Oh, this of course. Point, this, which is why when we have like a jury and a trial, there's twelve mm-hmm. people. Because everybody has a different idea and feels different, you know, ethically, of what the person may have done. Gosh, do we have another extend? Failed us. What's the next section? The next well, section can, I'm sure we can go into whatever you want to say, Daryl. Ethical dilemmas that. between cult. We cannot break the rules! Okay, and, Ethical no, this, this, this is wrong! Fits. This actually fits. Okay. So okay. it'll work. Okay, we'll go... Ethical dilemmas between cultures. Between cultures, all right. Yeah, so you're... Uh, so I was going to say that, like, culturally and in society, this is um, one of the things where, like, I think we had evolved with this kinship factor that affects our ethics. Like, we would do something... We would sooner do something unethical to someone we don't know versus someone we do know. Okay, yeah. And um, that's part of how, like, evolution has... Like, we weren't... We didn't evolve to be a citizen of the world, necessarily, because that's relatively new. In society, so what we've actually done is that we we evolved this kinship so that we would protect our own, and unfortunately, that means screw the people from the tribe next door because we don't care about them, right? In fact, we would rather see harm done to them than harm done to any of ours. But the way that I think it has to further evolve, either by forcing ourselves to look at things differently or just keep being a citizen of the world long enough that our brains actually catch up with us. Because I think we need to learn that everyone's our kin. And we have to stop worrying about, like, just because we need to protect people close to us doesn't mean we need to screw our neighbor, right? So I think we can hmm. keep the first part of that, yeah. but eliminate the second. Didn't we say something about that where we were reading and somebody was saying, the world is my home? What was that from? I don't know, but it sounds very tree hugger. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, give peace a chance. Oh, the world's my home. Probably Hillary Clinton. But no, that's, <laughs> that's a very uh, very interesting way of looking at ethics between cultures because I was seeing it as something different. But yeah, the problem being that uh, we don't look... We don't look kindly on their kind <laughs> around yeah. these parts. The world is full of racists. But and that's just it because the further they are away from you, the 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 more different they are. The more and the further their ideals are also because we we have a xenophobia about it as well. It's like oh, they believe in a different god. They believe in a different moral code than we do. They believe in um, like the know, infidels. You know, we're the infidels to um, Muslims. Yeah. To. Um, and the, a lot of it has to do Are with we fighting Muslims, not the no, Muslims. Extreme. Well, oh, Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're, we're not. We're not, not, not. Okay. All right. Just so you we're know, not we're, we're not against Muslims. We, we, we are not. We're, guys, we're so hosed after this. I know. Hey, 
Just so you know, We're I have a black extremist. friend who's a Muslim. Oh my God. You did not just say okay? that. Okay? So, because of that, it gives me the right. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's awesome. He's your homie. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, Ola. Homie. This is the episode that put the hit on incoherent rap. <laughs> See, that's the whole difference with other cultures. If we were in a Muslim country, we would be getting stoned tomorrow. Or I whenever think, this well, comes out. I think they would have already stoned We're going to Ralph's house? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I mean... You uh, boned? But in other what in other countries, uh, you know they wow. they have they might have extremist views that to us don't mean much, you know, uh, and we might see things that are extreme to us and doesn't mean much to the other people, like uh, women driving. You know, there's that whole issue in one of the countries. Why are you flipping me off? Iran, right? That's Just so you know, Iran. Right? We yeah. like women. We do. A we do. lot. In fact, I have. <laughs> A black woman Muslim. <laughs> Friend. Oh, All right, moving on. Uh, she's your homie. What would you do? What would you do? Where do your ethics and morals come from? I have no... Not from this podcast. <laughs> Holy crap. Not from you guys. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Well, I think when I it comes from to watching it, you. My, my ethics and morals, um, the beginnings of it, the foundation comes from my parents and from friends and my culture, which would be my immediate family and who I'm around. So it's who I grew up with. Your homies. My homies. Yeah. My homies. I, my, my morals and ethics, um, you know, having studied philosophy, I, I've seen lots of different, uh, you know, I guess excuses for morals and ethics, what I would call them anyway. And... It, it, don't fit basically, what I'm looking at is what is a generalization that we almost everybody, all, that's what the key is, almost everybody can agree on, which is basically you don't kill other people who you you shouldn't murder people. You shouldn't murder people. You shouldn't steal people. You shouldn't steal people's things. You shouldn't own people, too. Don't well, steal own. That's what I mean. We own. here at Incoherent <laughs> do not endorse slavery. That's 12 what I'm years saying, otherwise. God damn it. The only slaves I condone are my kids. <laughs> oh, well. Those are legal. Yes. And that's, that's basically, you know, don't do anything to somebody that they wouldn't want done to themselves. Like go and, showers. Right. <laughs> Almost <laughs> anybody. Oh. Well, and I won't do thing. I hope that they won't do the things that I don't want. So what are you doing? There are, there are some differences. I mean, like you know, maybe someone who wants to kill themselves doesn't want you to stop them. That's why I said a generalized. Yeah, okay, so Daryl, what about your? Where do your morals? Um, I think my morals have changed over the years, and maybe you know, oh, probably yeah. for the better, because I used to be more Christian, moralistic about those kinds of things. Then I realized that certain moral codes that they have just don't make sense. Um, in the overall world, so Logically. you know things like honoring the Sabbath and stuff like that. I used to sometimes have a little bit of guilt that I didn't do that, but then now I realize, oh, dude, Aussies banned us. Oh, Black Sabbath. <laughs> so, um, so I think like I've I haven't been afraid to take a step back from my moral code and reevaluate them and kind of let them evolve over time. And I do want to try to arrive at like Kale was aiming for the. 
kind of general consensus what everyone can agree on. Make sure that your morals aren't going to impede on other people's rights. That's the, like that's that. what I was trying to say. Yes, definitely. Okay. I um, I think I differ from a lot of the people here in that most of my morals I we think, don't take kindly to that. <laughs> no, seriously, is that most of my morals actually come from my ass. You know, somehow that's there's a symmetry to that. <laughs> Poop. People order our patties. So <laughs> your morals are shit. Pretty much. Okay. No, my morals came from my family, of course, and uh, I, I was actually raised uh, slightly Catholic, so that probably helped a little until it got weird. You know. <laughs> so if you're slightly Catholic, Those damn just one hail mary is that damn priests. <laughs> well, that was weird. But yeah, I mean, you, you, we, I learned, you know, the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> sounds really bad. Well, it, from the priest. As, as a parent, we want to raise raise our children. And he's, you are and he's blocked all the rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, and now I understand why you relate your morals to your ass. <laughs> oh. Oh. Thanks for oh, going yeah. there, girl. Thank I mean, you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise Jesus. So who haven't we offended yet? You gotta, you gotta offend whoever's left. Paul. How is you it? damn Zoranastrians! How is what? Freaking Canadians! How, how is it that our our episode on morals and ethics is like the most offensive episode we have ever made in the history of incoherent rambling? I think that's. I think there's apropos there. You know? Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Oh, uh, let's talk what? about. Yeah. Animals, ethical treatment of animals. This is this is one I think we can all get behind, except that might be. Don't say that. That's already in some cultures, but not this one. We at Angel oh. Hair Ramblings do not do not condone pedophilia with animals. In I have a black woman, female sheep for pets, friend from a Muslim country. <laughs> and you know what? She's your honey. Holy crap. Babe. That'll do, Daryl. That'll do. Oh my god. And you know. I'm actually. That was good. Don't animals. Speaking of raping dogs. <laughs> All right. What? Uh, if we're gonna say any good thing, Chuck, no, thank you. Chuck about the monkey. Chuck the monkey. Don't chuck the monkey. I hurt. Don't go to SeaWorld. Do not go to SeaWorld anymore. But they have. I watched the documentary Blackfish because oh, I love it will Blackface. explain. You know, he's got a black not Blackfish. <laughs> <laughs> Guess which friend is this, Paul? Uh, I got nothing. Okay. Right, for one thing, it should be black whale, not black fish. They're mammals. He's right. And and Ooh. guess what, Paul? Well, they they were aborigines. They didn't know what the hell they were talking about. Yes, uh, SeaWorld is, really has some 
bad. Bad morals when it comes to their their thing. Yeah, Tillamook killed four people. Tilla, she said Tillamook ate five. That's the cheese? <laughs> Not cheese. The cheese is going to eat me. <laughs> God. All right. And circuses. Don't yeah, go circuses. to circuses Bad. that have animals in it. Well, no, non-human no, animals. Human animal. I know. Yes. I went to the go circus. Go see human animals being tortured. That's fine. Last summer, oh, I went to the circus out in uh, Ontario. I kind of felt bad. I looked at the man. He looked so depressing. Those poor... Poor, poor Soleil people. Okay, we're coming. <laughs> we're, we're coming and down. The, uh, ASPCA commercials. Extend this section because uh, I'll extend it. Off the rails. All right, I'll extend it. Okay. So. On a serious note. Yeah. So oh. about animal rights. Yeah, and definitely <clears throat> we are gonna we're gonna look back from the future. Da, da, da. That's why I paused. I knew you'd have to do that. And what what about things like animal experimentation? Yeah. yeah. How, how do you feel about that as, as a you know aficionado lover of rats? Yeah, about, that's. Uh, I, I definitely is. have a. Uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't say a hate, but a real dislike for animal experimentation on, especially on rats, because I know that they are extend extend yeah, yes. He did it. Uh, that they are pack animals. They bond to you just like cats and dogs do, and uh, and oh. Hi there, Nixie. I'm holding one of our little ratties now. Anyway, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm holding my ratty too. The thing this is, one has this. What the hell's that? Yeah, it's, it's because oh, the because these come oh, from, yeah, from yeah. lab rats and they bred them to have right tumors oh, to grow wow. tumors, oh. wow. so they could be experimented See? on. Right. Oh, okay. And the problem is, is that rat experimentation has saved a lot of human yeah, lives exactly. so i'm torn on the issue because i love pet rat i love rats because i know that they are wonderful loving mammals this is, this is another, one of those things another form where, of kinship this yeah. is this is how i get it. this is how i have uh put it uh how i see it in my mind because i feel the same way about i don't like the idea that we eat meat and meat is animals that die you know but I've, I've come to this conclusion. As long as I'm not, and it's kind of selfish, but it works for me. As long as I'm not involved in it directly, I'm kind of okay with it because I feel mm-hmm. it's it's something that needs to happen. Um, experimenting on certain animals for the greater good, mm-hmm. the greater good. It, it needs to happen, and for, yeah, for food. I mean, we are I don't, for the greater we are good. omnivores. Yeah. I, don't I mean, like that's that, part of what it is. I don't like that kind of way of thinking about it, though, because like if I'm going that's to eat something, I would rather. Like watch a video of what it looks like when the, one of those animals is slaughtered. That's kind of nope. weird, but the reason why I want to do that is I want to just kind of check myself and go like, if I had to slaughter this animal myself, would I actually still eat it? Well, see, and that's the point. And I, 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 I would, I would, I would not. Yeah. Well, see, I that's would. the point is we divorced ourselves yeah. Yeah. from the actual killing of the animal. I think that allows no us to justify. If a lot we of had to do it personally, and and I have when I was a kid growing up, chickens and ducks um, and rabbits. That you don't you don't want to wow. eat them as much there was when you a lot have to more kill to chew them. On in that section, but yeah, there was. Maybe that's a good it. topic for the future. In fact, Maybe. next week is not going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joey. What will next week be? Well, first of all, thank you, Paul, for bringing morality and ethics yeah, and, well, the, and, and the most offensive well, well. image. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> pleasure. Sorry, rambling term. Uh, episode ever. And uh, next week, I'm sticking with my super theme from superheroes last time to do Super-Bullet. one, which is going to be really fun. Supernatural. 
Oh, yeah. I have to watch the show. <laughs> Super Hit. Super Hit. Actually, that's pretty good. Wasn't that a movie seasons. with John Travolta or something? All the women love it. Supernatural? Right. No. Uh, anyway, so Supernatural, it's basically going to be uh, rationality fest, I guess. But we're going to talk about aliens, we're going to talk about ghosts, and and phenomena. And uh, I'm going to be partially open-minded because that's kind of where I came from, even though now I'm more rational, and most of us here are rational, but rational thinkers, especially Kale and Daryl. But uh, I, I really want to Want to go into the... the Screw them! We try to be. The minutia of all the things, uh, all the craziness that people uh, think might be real. And Hey, you're not framing it in a bad light by calling it craziness, are you? No, not at all. Okay, we're going to give it a fair shake, I promise. Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> all right. But uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how we handle it. So that'll be next week on Incoherent Rampage. Hey, we are, we are opinion and editorial, so it's okay. We can, we can say it's dumb. Yes, we can. I will say that most of it's pretty dumb, but I kind of some of it I hold out for being real. Because he wants to believe. I do. I want to believe. Or it could have been real long ago. In a galaxy. All right. So uh, remember, you yes. can always reach us at uh, show at iamrambly.com. You can always give us some comments on our website. Please let us know what yeah. you think of things. Tell us how offensive this really and was. I sense a video oh. rub down coming out of this. Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some, sometime around the point where my ribs were hurting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So this is Joey Shamo. Paul Hunter. Kale Anderson. And Daryl Jors. Remember, you can find... G-I-O-R-S. Yes, dot com. com. And <laughs> I wasn't going to say it this time, but... You can find all of us at IamRambly.com or Daryl at Jors.com. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week. Remember, we're incoherent, no. so, so you don't have to. Thanks for listening. You can now stop screaming at the open air. Listeners should put their minds back in their upright positions and resume traditional thinking. Find us on imrambling.com for access to all of our weekly ramblings, show notes, general discussions, and any projects from Incoherent Ramblings. Like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. So long, and thanks for all the fish. We're incoherent, no. so oh, you don't, don't have, have to. to. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. We almost made it. All right. <laughs> no, you know, that was so good because she paused. You'll be able to cut that out if you want yeah. to. Damn it. No, no, what you need to do is cut it out, and then we'll put it in at the end of the... As the yeah. As the <laughs> right now, you're listening to an outtake. Woo! Hooray! Whoa! Whoa. Okay, hit stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>